All right. Thanks for uh, tuning in for this episode of the Inner Circle Podcast. Uh, this week, I have with me uh, Christopher Bray. I don't know if you'd prefer Chris, but uh, from from Silence. Uh, so, Chris, why, Chris or Christopher? Why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about you? All right. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's uh, it's great to be part of this. So, I uh, I'm over at Silence. Uh, my title is uh, VP and GM of the consumer business. Um, I've been at Silence now for about the last oh, year and a half or so, um, but I have a, a long career in uh, in consumer security. Uh, I've been in consumer security for almost 20 years now, uh, having previously worked at Symantec and then also at uh, at McAfee. Um, my career, I'd say, probably started pretty consumer-centric. My first job out of, uh, out of school was with Procter & Gamble uh, in brand management. Uh, and then I, uh, I saw how many of my peers were having very exciting uh, careers in the, in the world of IT. And I, uh, I transitioned over to the tech space and have never looked back. Cool. Um, you know, w w the, you know, Silence has been a sponsor of TechSpective since, uh, actually since we launched, um, uh, and I've, I've known Stuart since, uh, I don't know, 2002-ish, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, followed him along through, you know, various uh, stages of his career. Um, I've been very impressed, uh, with, with what Silence has been doing for years, but this year in particular there's you guys seem to have made like a a, a shift somewhat um toward the consumer space i think that, uh, originally there was there was some sort of like consumer oriented like endpoint stuff that kind of like faded away it wasn't the primary focus but it seems like there's a lot more focus um from silence this year on on uh, kind of the consumer element of it, and um, and one of those things is the uh, the the smart antivirus. So can you, uh, I guess, tell me a little bit about smart antivirus and and uh, I guess sort of what what led Silence there, and uh, you know, I'd like to get into a little bit about um, uh, just sort of the you know who who you guys think the target audience is and 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 what the value is of this tool. Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, what led to this? If you think about it, uh, Stuart's vision from the outset is to protect everyone under the sun. Um, and as we all know, silence has been very, very disruptive in the enterprise space and very successful and has grown uh, dramatically. But if we truly want to execute on the vision of protecting everyone under the sun, uh, we also need to look at the uh, consumer market. Um, and, and we believe that, that uh, you know, the, 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 the things that made us successful uh, in the enterprise market are things that will probably even make us more successful in the consumer market. And the reason being is if you look at traditional consumer security software over the years, um, many, if not most, consumers look at it as a necessary evil. This refrain around, um, it slows my system down and it annoys me with pop-ups uh, is, is a common one that comes from consumers. And this market, I think, especially is, is ripe for a, a fresh, new, and different alternative uh, solution based on the exact same technology that uh, has been so successful for us in the enterprise space. Okay, yeah, you know, you, you talk about the the pop ups and uh, and and stuff like that, and you know, and 
way way back i mean like back when i first uh, met Stuart, i was i was with uh eds at the time and i was working on a team that where we we did manage antivirus for like fortune 50 companies i was i was i was handling antivirus for like all of general motors and marathon oil and american airlines and um and that's that's just what we did um but you know even going you know back 15 years through you know even this this past year um you know hear a lot of the you know uh, especially when it comes to like the the big names like semantic or mcafee and things like that it's, it's the oh man uh, that's like it's like bloatware and you know you know it's it's slowing my system down and 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 whether it's you know family members who are complaining to me about you know trying to balance wanting to protect their computer with uh, you know, wanting their computer to perform <laughs> as, as they expect it, exactly. or or you know, businesses that I talk to and and the struggle they have with uh, you know with employees that complain about you know the impact of of antivirus. It's like it 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 is it it is a struggle and it's been a struggle for a long time finding that balance between you know yeah we want you to protect your computer but we need to do that in a way that doesn't also make you want to throw it out the window right right no i i agree and we believe strongly that uh, uh security and performance should not be mutually exclusive um and, and if you think about uh the technology and how it's evolved um most of the legacy players are, are essentially using technology that was developed in the 1990s for 1990s problems and back in those days when you had a handful of new viruses being released a month um, you could use the signature-based and detect-and-respond type of, uh, uh, of an approach. You know, the old premise that uh, some of you need to be infected for the rest of you to be protected. However, if you fast-forward to today, where you get north of 350,000 pieces of new malicious software released daily, um, that signature-based model doesn't work. So what have the legacy vendors done? They've added layers. So not only does a, does a legacy vendor's application have uh, a huge amount of signature files uh, that use up hard drive space that constantly need updating, but because they recognize that a, uh, a pure signature approach doesn't uh, protect you against zero-day threats, um, they've layered on additional functionality. And so the argument is, look, you need, uh, you need heuristics, you need sandboxing, uh, you need uh, some even have ransomware protection that notices specific behaviors. Um, and yeah, that makes sense uh, if you want to uh, properly protect your end users. But we take a very different approach. We say, okay, we have an AI-based model that actually protects you. And, uh, and as such, uh, there's no need for big signature files or the other, all these other layers, uh, because if the core technology works and it works well, then that's all you need. Um, and of course, the performance benefit as a result of that uh, is, is very noticeable. Um, the, uh, uh, the, the amount of, uh, of, of processor usage and, and, and memory usage is, is, is quite low compared to what anybody else does. And, and we believe it's really important to just stay out of people's way and let them get on and do what they want to do with their computers and, uh, and know that uh, we've got their back. 
Okay, I mean, I, so I completely agree with all of that. I mean, you know, one of the things that uh, I, I know I've talked about uh, on previous Inner Circle podcasts with other uh, people from Silence, but, you know, going back a number of years, uh, you know, Stuart and I had had a conversation about what we as as information security professionals, what we use on our computers for antivirus. And because and I was researching the fact that I didn't use anything, and then Stuart said he wasn't using anything at the time. And um, and as I asked around and asked various security people, I found that a lot of people who are security professionals weren't actually running antivirus, or you know, we're we're not following our own best practices. <laughs> and and what it basically seemed to boil down to is we as information security professionals are just trained better to sort of recognize and avoid those, you know, common uh, attack techniques. Um, and so, you know, we're, you know, I, I, I am better equipped to avoid a, a, a virus than like my mother-in-law who gets infected with all the stuff, even though she's running multiple antivirus engines. Um, and, 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 you know, so then, then it became this question of, well, what if we had, you know, you know, what you guys have basically developed? What if we had uh, a machine learning, artificial intelligence algorithm that could basically sit on my mother-in-law's computer and make the same decisions for her that I would make <laughs> as as someone who recognizes what these threats are? And uh, you know, so so yeah, I mean, I think you know what what silence does and what silence has has always done with with math and machine learning and and artificial intelligence and applying that to help make these decisions um i think in, in my opinion has has elevated the game of endpoint protection and the game of antivirus um because like you said the the big names the the household names in antivirus are you know still using a model that was created in the mid 90s and just trying to milk that for all it's worth. And there have been efforts to change that. And, you know, WebRoot stands out in my mind where, you know, WebRoot made a significant shift in, in their approach to virus. There's a lot of pushback from the industry, like, you know, trying to get, um, trying to get ranked in like, you know, the virus tests and stuff is difficult to do when you uh, innovate <laughs> because the testing is designed to look at your signatures and designed to look at, you know, it, it, the testing is like sort of predetermined to look at the old way of doing things. And if you come up with something new, you don't fit the model. And I know silence has struggled with that, uh, you know, for, for a few years too. Indeed. You know, I, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head. You, you raise a couple of really, really good points there. Um, consumers are just not as sophisticated uh, as, as IT professionals. And as an industry, I think we've been guilty over the years, uh, in some regards, and expecting them to be. And and you look at the uh, the interfaces and the user experience on uh, on consumer security software with you know, uh, scheduling scans and and updating now and rebooting and all those other things, and the notifications that come up that ask you to make security decisions based on things that you might not know or or understand, uh, and then compound that with a fact of of you know there's a certain amount of victim shaming that's also been happening uh, over the years where uh, players in the industry will say, well, I know you were running 
uh, our security software, but you shouldn't have double-clicked on that attachment, uh, and that's why you got infected. And we believe strongly you should be able to do whatever you want, wherever you want, double-click on whatever you feel like, uh, because we're the security experts, and it's our job to uh, to uh, protect your back. Um, and, and I think you summarized it well, is, is, is that algorithm is, in essence, encapsulating all that learning that someone like yourself or, or Stuart has in knowing what to do and, and what not to do. And, and this, this conditioning of this is how security suites work, you know, you've got all of these buttons and all of this noise and then all of these layers and all of these, these, these updates, that has permeated the, uh, the, the, the testing world as well. And, you know, we, we absolutely see um, people in the, in the world of testing who um, see this as, well, this is the way it's always been done and, and this is the way that we do it. Um, and then, of course, uh, we come in with something that is, is markedly different. Um, it will result in, in some of these outfits going, yeah, but, but security needs to be done this way because it's always been done that way. Right. So let me ask this. Um, you know, Silence has uh, you know, the, the enterprise-focused products, the Silence Protect. How does Silence Smart Antivirus compare to Protect in terms of, I guess, the scope of what it does? Is there is there a, technologically, is there a difference or is it just a branding difference because Smart Antivirus makes more sense to consumer brains? Well, it's, it's, it's mostly a, a customer experience difference. Um, the Smart Antivirus product runs the exact same algorithm as our enterprise product. So we'd like to think of it as enterprise-grade artificial intelligence-based protection for the everyday user. But if you're familiar with the user interface for our enterprise product, that really requires the skill set of an IT professional, and uh, uh, and there's no way we would want to uh, foist that on your mother-in-law, for example. So uh, what we did is we we uh, looked at the product and said, okay, how do we take this core technology, but really wrap it in a uh, in a consumer-friendly, easy to understand, and easy to manage interface? Um, the the architecture, uh, the overall architecture, is is almost exactly the same, but the look and feel is something that, uh, that, that uh, your average user can easily understand. Um, and, and we're very focused on making sure that, that this is exactly the kind of thing that uh, your average consumer can easily install. Um, and once it's installed, uh, it starts protecting immediately, it doesn't prompt you for all sorts of next steps and reboots and things like that. Okay, so if it is the same under the hood, then just to clarify, then you're also getting with Smart Antivirus the same uh, predictive advantage you get with the other Silence products. And for those Inner Circle podcast listeners who you know might be on the more consumer end and don't know what I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about the, the fact that when you have a McAfee and a Semantic or a whatever traditional antivirus product, you know, your, your antivirus protection is really only as good as your most recent update. And it's constantly a game, a reactive game of there's a new threat that came out. Now they have to reverse engineer it and develop a signature for it. And then you have to update your software to apply that signature before you can effectively detect and block that threat. But 
the approach that Silence is using with machine learning and with uh, you know the algorithms they use in the artificial intelligence, capable of recognizing and and avoiding a threat even when it's unknown. And I, I think you know I, one of the best examples I think in in you know recently was uh, uh, I think WannaCry and the fact that you know a lot of a lot of current a virus software was unable to detect and block that attack until they got the signature updates, but that, you know, a, a silence machine, even if it hadn't been updated for like the past year, would have still caught that. I guess you can feel free to correct anything I was misstating there, Chris. Oh, that's a, that, that, that's a very accurate point. Um... And, and just to add to that, uh, when WannaCry broke out, uh, not a single one of our enterprise customers was impacted. And in order to prove a point, uh, we took a sample of WannaCry and threw it at our algorithms from two years prior, uh, and it blocked it. Um, and not too long ago, uh, we released a study from SE Labs um, that showed on average, uh, our, our algorithm has the ability uh, to protect about two years into the future. So that means if you're running Silence, um, you're protected against viruses and malicious software that hasn't even been created yet for approximately about two years. All right. Um, so let's, uh, one thing I, I haven't normally talked about on this podcast, because uh, we're generally talking about uh, uh, more conceptual security, uh, you know, ideas and, and, and things like that. Um, but this is a specific product, you know, designed for, for and, you know, home consumer end users. Um, so let's get into, I guess, a little bit about uh, pricing and, and what, you know, what does that look like for somebody? And, and you know, because I've, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm familiar with sort of the models used by McAfee and Semantic and Webroot and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very familiar with the fact that often one of those products just comes pre-installed on, on, on the computer and, you know, uh, it's free for three months or it's free for nine months or whatever. And then all of a sudden you, you get a pop-up alert that says, Oh, by the way, it's time to pay up. Uh, you know, so let's, let's talk about the pricing some. Sure. Absolutely. And, and you know, our, our overall vision for this product is, is really to challenge, challenge the status quo on, on all levels, uh, on a technology level, on a customer experience level, and especially on a, on a go-to-market and a pricing level. And uh, what we've seen in the industry uh, for quite some time is a lot of the uh, the vendors will offer their their product at uh, at a steep discount in the first year. You know, if it's being sold online or if it's being pre-installed on a computer, converting that initial subscription is is a, a is at a very low and, and aggressive price. Um, but where there's a lot of customer dissatisfaction is at time of renewal because uh, they will have captured uh, your credit card number and then they will re renew you at uh, full MSRP, which can sometimes be you know, multiples of, of that initial pri price and create a bit of uh, uh, sticker shock and, and, and a bad taste in your mouth. 
We've decided to take that approach and turn it on its head uh, because we want to reward our customers for uh, loyalty. Uh, so our pricing uh, is is competitive, but it's not discounted in the first year. But we do discount uh, multi-year purchases. And if you remain a loyal customer upon renewal, you'll actually pay a lower price than uh, the initial price that you paid. Uh, and what we're seeing so far in terms of response from uh, consumers, because our website's been live now for the last six weeks, is it's been very, very positive. Um, it, I think having clear, fair, transparent pricing is absolutely essential. Uh, consumers are, are getting a little bit tired of, of this, uh, this sort of a uh, deep discount uh, and then hit you with a, with a high price on renewal strategy. Right. I mean, I'm currently going through that with my uh, broadband, uh, my my internet provider. Uh, you know, where it's like it, it was great, it, and it, it's funny because they give you that one year deal just long enough for you to forget that you have a deal. Exactly. And and then all of a sudden you get the notice that oh, by the way, your 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 price is going up like a hundred percent next month, and I'm like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> you know, I th I thought we had a good thing going. Um, it's not uncommon in the industry. I had a uh, uh, on an online uh, newspaper subscription uh, that was a similar. Um, it was very affordable in the first year, and then uh, all of a sudden got dinged for a much higher price. Now, fortunately, uh, I was aware of it and I caught it quickly and and quickly canceled. But uh, a lot of users, a lot of a lot of consumers, um, don't have don't have that uh, that luxury uh, or the time or the bandwidth to uh, remember, oh, shoot, it's been a year. Let me just double check what I'm paying. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten into the habit of if I know that there's a time limit, I give I, I set a reminder in my own calendar for you know a week or two before that to be like, just, hey, heads up, you know, that that's coming. Um, You're absolutely right. Uh, so, yeah, so, so, you know, looking on the website, you know, there's, you, there's pricing for personal for one device, household covers five devices, family covers 10 devices. Those are great plans. I think they look very affordable for what you're providing. Um, I just want to clarify um, the word device. So what platforms is uh, Smart Antivirus available for? So currently, it's available for uh, all of the latest versions of uh, of the Mac operating system, as well as the latest versions of the Windows operating system. So this is, if you uh, if you purchase any one of the uh, multi device options, uh, you can deploy it uh, across any mix of uh, Macs or PCs. Okay, very good. Um, all right, well, I think we will uh, wrap it up there. But uh, I, you know. Like I said, I've been a fan of I've, I've been friends with Stuart for a long time. I've been a fan of Silence since Silence launched, um, and uh, you know, so I really like what you guys have accomplished on the enterprise side. And I think you know uh, that this smart antivirus product is uh, brilliant. Um, and uh, you know, at, at least when when my mother-in-law comes to me and says, "Hey, you know, I got hit with the latest virus," I'm <laughs> I'm just going to say, "You know what? Why don't you get this?" Or or better yet, I'll just I'll just buy it <laughs> and 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 deploy it to my family and be like, "Here, just use this," and then you can quit asking me questions. Well, 
Right, exactly. And, and, and that's exactly what I've done. Um, and, and the architecture of the product, uh, because it has a, a web-based uh, management console, really allows you to deploy it not only on your home network, but uh, across the country or across the world. And uh, I, I deployed it across my extended family. And the first benefit that I that I noticed almost immediately was I no longer got any support calls from my uh, my mother-in-law that said, uh, oh, my gosh, I just got this pop up or I just got this notification or I double clicked on something. What do I do? So, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it definitely uh, it can give you great peace of mind in that regard. All right. Well, very good. Um, thank you for joining me, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking with you again soon. Oh, thank you, Tony. It's been a real pleasure. All right. We are out. All righty. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you there. Talk to you soon. So I would like to give a quick shout-out to Silence. Uh, Silence is one of the original sponsors of Techspective, and I really appreciate their support. I also think that you would really appreciate what they do. Uh, Silence is revolutionizing cybersecurity with products and services that uh, proactively prevent uh, rather than just reactively detecting the execution of advanced persistent threats and malware. Um, if you are not familiar with Silence, I highly suggest you learn more. Uh, if you go on the Techspective website at the upper right uh, under Sponsors, you can click on the Silence logo and it will take you to the site. Or you can visit the site directly. It's at cylance.com. Go check it out and learn more about Silence. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And hopefully you are also following us on social media. But if you really want to stay up to date with what's new on Techspective, you need to also subscribe to our free email newsletter. The reason is uh, the algorithms used on social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter um, make it so that you might not see our content even if you do like or follow Techspective. So you can subscribe to our daily and or weekly email newsletter to make sure that you don't miss a thing. Just scroll all the way down to the bottom right of Techspective and click on subscribe in the menu.